0: Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. Jesus brings this story up to let the people know that they do not have a copyright on God. They cannot put God in some sort of box that only they have access to or, or they control who has access to it. This is not your God or just my God, but our God. Amen. Let's get into the word. Uh, Today's message is going to come from the gospel according to Luke. Uh, I'm going to be reading the fourth chapter, uh, the 21st through the 30th verse. Again, that is the gospel according to Luke, chapter 4, verses 21 through 30. I'm going to be reading the new international uh, version of God's word. Uh, Let's see what it has to say for us today. Amen. Hear you the word of the Lord. He, he being Jesus, began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? They asked. Jesus said to them, surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself and you will tell me, do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly, I tell you, he continued, No prophet is accepted in his hometown, as I I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha, the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, only Nahum the Seer, Naaman, the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff but he walked right through the crowd and went on his way the word of god for the people of god thanks be to god pray with me church oh lord our god how excellent is your name In all the earth we thank you for this opportunity to gather once again and study your word lord Uh, Lord God, let every word that I think and every thought that every word that I speak and every thought that I think be acceptable in your sight. Lord God, hide me behind your cross. Uh, Forgive us for any sins that we've committed by word, thought or deed against your divine majesty and help us to forgive others. Allow your Holy Spirit to do a work in this word and your people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, For the time that we get to spend together today, I would like to talk a little bit about not your God, but our God. Not your God, but our God. When I was a young child, um, I used to wake up early on Sunday mornings on the weekends. I got to spend with my father and uh, go on his paper route. Might have to wake up as early as 2, 3 in the morning, bundle up the papers, and uh, go and deliver them in the morning so that everybody could have their Sunday edition of uh, the Indianapolis Star. I enjoyed that time. I enjoyed uh, not so much waking up early. But I did enjoy spending that time with my father. I also enjoyed when we would deliver the papers, people in the neighborhood would come up to us because we always had extra newspapers. And they would pay us uh, to get a newspaper. And so there was an opportunity for a young enterprising man as myself uh, to make a few dollars while I was out throwing those papers around. And so then we would have uh, money for breakfast uh, to eat at a restaurant uh, with the money we just earned uh, on that Sunday. So I enjoyed that time. Well, um, it started off just being, you know, me and my dad. And then, uh, you know, my, my, my brothers and my sisters wanted to get in on the action themselves uh, Eric wasn't really big for getting up in the morning, so that got old with him real quick, but uh, my sister still enjoyed that time, Um, and so I thought that I wanted to control the time, uh, and, and I wanted it for myself, so I did something I wasn't very proud of. I hid my sister's tennis shoes so that when she woke up, she couldn't find her tennis shoes, and hopefully wouldn't be able to go out to deliver the paper. Not my proudest moment, not my proudest moment, but confession is good for the soul, right? And my father and I had a conversation about how I can't do that, but I wanted to be able to control who had access to the time and the money and the food and this time together, and I wanted to determine who was in and who was out. As a young child. Um, I can be transparent about that because I know that while I may have been hiding shoes to keep people from going on the paper route with uh, my dad and I, uh, we all have things that we uh, exclude people out of Uh, churches. Exclude people, organizations exclude people. Um, that that is a problem that is not unique to me. I don't condone it, but I know I am not alone in that matter. And we see something like that happening in the scripture. Uh, we're, we're joined uh, in an event that is in all four Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, with a different level of detail in each one. But Jesus has gone to the synagogue and he read Isaiah 61 to the people. Uh, I didn't read the part uh, at the beginning of the scripture, but it talks about the spirit of the Lord being upon me and anointing me to proclaim the good news to the poor and proclaim captives, set the captives free and recovery of sight to the blind and declaring the acceptable year of the Lord. This Isaiah 61 passage is a passage about Jubilee. Jesus stood up to read the scripture. Then he sat down to teach. He read a scripture about the year of Jubilee, which is a day of atonement. It comes every. 50 years Uh, seven is an important number in the bible and so seven times seven gets you 49 and then on year 50 that would be a year of rest restoration debt elimination slaves being set free the year of jubilee was a wonderful time to be in the lord and jesus just walked into his hometown and and is at Nazareth, and he walked into the synagogue and said, I am what we just read in Scripture. I am here to uh proclaim good news to the poor and uh set the captives free and recover sight from the blind and, and set those people and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, where everything you are looking for in Jubilee is right in front of your face. And then he sat down. Today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And the people responded saying, isn't this Joseph's son? Don't we know him? Now, Um, Varying levels of detail between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John um, have different interpretations of how that happened. Uh, Scholars uh, debate uh, about whether or not um, them bringing up this man's father, isn't this Joseph's son, Uh, don't we know him, et cetera, et cetera, whether or not it was a compliment or an insult. And I'm just going to leave that debate to the scholars. Uh, But what we do know for sure is that uh, if the people of the synagogue were not offended at that point, (laughs) they were going to be offended real soon because he then brings up that the the telling them physician to heal yourself and do here in your hometown what we heard you did in Capernaum. And then he goes on to mention Elijah and Elisha. Uh, Elijah's journey at uh, God's behest to a certain widow in Zarephath of Sidon, uh, coupled with the healing of Naaman, the Syrian through Elijah, uh, is is witness. Uh, to something interesting. We love to read the scripture and and say praise God for the people who were healed but there was something going on there. Uh, He was bringing up two things that proved to us that God is truly omnipresent and not only is he just my God, uh, not only is he your God, uh, he, he, he is our God. Not yours, but ours. And We have a drought stricken, famine ridden land of widows, and God decides to help somebody who's a non believer. Jesus illustrates this point, recalling episodes from uh, Elijah and Elisha when they brought, they didn't help the people inside Israel, but they helped the people outside. Uh, uh, the implication of this is twofold. One, that Jesus has a prophet's task and he is here to get rid of, to shatter, to break the traditional barriers and the traditional boundaries uh, and that the things that we think should only benefit those that are in the club are to benefit those who are outside as well. The people knew this story and they didn't want to hear it at that time. Uh they they didn't like, not only did they not like hearing the story, but they did not like hearing it uh from somebody that they knew and thought they knew well. You would think Jesus would have the easiest time with the people who knew him, but he didn't. You know, he said that a prophet is not welcome in his hometown. I I I I can Sympathize with that statement. Um, there are people who love to hear me preach right now, but it's always the new people, um, the older people who who may have known me when I was snot nosed and, and uh, running around with, with uh, like a little with a kid playing with uh, toys and all that 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 little is still little Johnny to them. And uh, they don't necessarily think that what I had to say was being delivered very greatly. Uh, there are places where I can go and one person who's never heard me before thinks it's a wonderful sermon and they were blessed by it. But the people who knew me when I was still in pull-ups uh, thought, well, you kind of stumbled your way through it. But, you know, I, I guess you are right." It, it just happens that a prophet is not welcome uh, in his hometown. And Jesus had the same issue. Theologian Peter Gomes remarks that the people take offense not so much with what Jesus claims about himself, but as with the claims that he said that freedom and, 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 and deliverance is right in your face, but it's not just available to the insiders, it's available to all. Uh, He says in his quote, the people take offense not so much with what Jesus claims about himself as with the claims he makes about a God who is more than their own tribal deity. Jesus brings this story up to let the people know that they do not have a copyright on God. They cannot put God in some sort of box that only they have access to or, or they control who has access to it. This is not your God or just my God, but our God. Jesus comes to tell these people that freedom and jubilee are right in front of you, but not just for you, for everybody. There is hope and vindication for the marginalized and for the mundane. How much more could we do for the kingdom of God if we took our limits off of God? If we didn't always try to kick people out and spent more time trying to bring more people in? How much more could we do if we strived to include people instead of coming up with ways to put them out? and keep them out. This is not just your God. This is our God. And the ways that we can be more about an our God kind of religion is to start with ourselves. If you are feeling like you are stressed or distressed as you face a difficult situation, let Jesus find you. He wants to touch you, forgive you, heal you, guide you. To be lost does not mean you are doomed. It simply means that you are in the wrong place. You are not beyond God's reach, and God wants you to be a part of this beloved community. And once you allow God to find you, look for other outsiders. Who else could be the widow of Zarephath that needs your attention There are so many people around us that are living in loneliness and isolation, ready to give up as they face the challenges of the day. Be the hands and feet of Jesus to them. Offer them some assistance. Don't just turn your nose down, Adam. Be the heart of Jesus for them and show them the unconditional love of God. And don't hesitate to tell them about the Christian faith that motivates you. And you can finally also widen your vision and look for the power of God to be at work in surprising places. Expect to see Naaman, the Syrian, healed, even though he is living beyond the borders of your church, your community, your nation. Find an opportunity to partner with other people, even if it's other churches or with other people, to help feed the hungry, feed the homeless. Share your faith with the people. We should all be willing to work with people of other faiths and of no faith to make our community a better place. Remember, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. He wants to preserve us all for the good of all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open and we invite you to come. Pray with me, church. God, we thank you for this message that went forth for those who heard it and those who will hear it later that they'll have a desire to know Jesus Christ and the pardoning of their sins and ask, what must I do to become saved? Allow your Holy Spirit to do a work in those that it uh, is a seed that is planted in good soil and produces a great harvest 30, 60, 100 fold. In the name above all names, we pray, Jesus the Christ, amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor Simp Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.